Blog Talk Radio. Oh boy, finally got in after a ton of technical problems. I so apologize. Ladies, welcome, welcome, welcome. Thank you so much for being here. Let me try to figure out the uh, the Skype issue here. I think, although it looks like that is even uh, working all right. Thank God. My name is Tom Hayes. This is Blog Talk Radio. And uh, I just saw something from Tracy Pongovich looking for the number. I'll try to get to her. <laughs> welcome, ladies. Let me know that at least you can hear me. I can hear you, Tom. It's Rebecca. Hey, Rebecca. I'm right here, you? Tom. Okay, great. And then is that you, Hazel, all the ones? Or is that Hazel, are you I'm, there? Let me see. It's supposed to. Can anyone hear me? Aloha? Yeah. Hi, oh, yeah. Tracy. Tracy. I'm here. Hey. Yay. <laughs> okay, so then we're just waiting for Hazel and. Uh, and hopefully Rose. Right? Absolutely. I hope so. <laughs> <laughs> well, then, since Hello, you're the first from Vancouver one in, Okay. It's so live yet because I can't see the Skype. She's right. I can't see the Skype icon either. Let me let me have uh, them, message. Thomas, have them both refresh the link, and then the Skype icon will be there. Okay. Oh, you look so good to have you here. All right. Let me hang on while I uh, put this down. You guys talk. Uh, uh, either Rose, uh, good Rose morning every, or Good morning, every Rebecca. day or good afternoon. Where's Hi, Rosemary, Rebecca. Rebecca. Go ahead. Hi, this yeah, is Rebecca. I'm, I'm back here in Massachusetts. I'm the metaphysical flight attendant. And, oh, um, fantastic. It's great, yeah, it's great to hear your voice. And you are um, Tracy, right? I'm Tracy, also known as Pink Bella, and I'm uh, calling in from Vancouver, British Columbia, on the west coast of Canada today. Nice. Nice. And you do uh, healing work? I do healing and coaching, and it's all different labels, but it's the same thing. <laughs> right. <laughs> for, all, for all the souls that need to have a label, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. So I, mm-hmm. I, I do, I work with energy, and I help, actually, I really love empowering souls mm-hmm. to find their gifts and share them with everyone on the planet. That's my, that's my latest passion. Yeah. Wonderful. Well, I'm the metaphysical flight attendant. I wrote a book called Secrets of a Metaphysical Flight Attendant. It came okay. out last well, it's no year. longer a secret. No, it's no longer a secret. <laughs> <laughs> Love oh. it. You've been shining yeah. your light in the skies. That's fantastic. Oh, I was, yeah, for 35 years. So, um, wow. And it was a wonderful way to, um, I called the airplane my laboratory. It was so much fun to yeah. meet people from all over the planet and see what's going on that way. It was very yeah. interesting. Very, very interesting. You know what, you yeah. know what, Rebecca? I, too, have been traveling since I was six weeks old. And nice. now looking back on it, I know that that was part of my path as well, to shine my light and meet people from all over the world, become like mm. a global citizen. Yeah. Right. Yeah. yeah. And uh, Rosemary, how are you today? I am doing good. Yeah, so I'm sitting here enjoying the, the main air. It's been absolutely beautiful here. Oh, you both are in Maine, and you know I've been there. I have a friend who goes there every year. She lives in Ottawa, and she goes oh, with her family okay. every year. Yeah, so it's beautiful. The air there is beautiful. Yeah, mm. it's, been, it's been very nice here. It hasn't been too hot, and, of course, it hasn't been too cold. But uh, now I was going to come in. Um, my my powers being a special needs mom, I have a child with retinal yeah. I have a daughter, 
and yeah. I try I try to consider myself to be a chronic optimist because there's really no room for pessimism in the special needs world at all. So absolutely, <laughs> that's, that's my thing. Yeah. Mm. yeah, I'm also very empathic. I'm extremely sensitive, especially to others' emotions and feelings. That's something yeah. I've I've grown. That gift grew especially through the years with my daughter taking care of her. Yeah. And you know that that's a gift. It's a gift, right? Even though it probably hasn't felt like it at some times. And sometimes, no, it doesn't feel like a gift. It's uh, It can be overwhelming. It can be, but yeah. over the, over time, I've learned to use certain techniques to deal with it. So, you know, if I Good. get too much anxiety, yeah. then I... I know. And, you know, when we go through, like, a lot of energetic portals, which we just did through the equinox, my exactly. whole energy system just expanded so far that I could hear noises like miles away. And I okay. had to say to my higher self and my team, just bring it on back in. Like that's too sensitive. And mm. uh, like in, yeah, within about 24 hours, I was, I was much better, but I actually could hear the mountains humming. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. <laughs> I know. And I thought, okay, you know what? That's too much. <laughs> mm. That's that's mm. That's pretty neat, actually. I find that, you know. Um, yeah. Well, that yeah, explains why a lot of people hear humming in their ears. You know, I, yes. I had it for a period of time when I was going through a major transition. And yes. have you ever heard that that is like, um, well, it's your higher self tuning into you more, don't you think? Yeah, so, and it's it's a, it's a different belief for different souls. Like some people like to think it's their angels or, or you know, and I, I – um, I've worked with so many different people in so many belief systems so that I can speak their language so they mm-hmm. can understand. But ultimately, it is our higher self, absolutely. It's our connection to source, and it's just letting us know that we're changing frequencies for sure. But, uh, you know, for some people, like I started my path really deeply in 2011, and I started working back with the angels and studied with Dorian Virtue because that gave me comfort, and that's what mm-hmm. I needed at the time. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. Mm-hmm. But, but now I know I, I don't, you know. Yeah, and now I know I can still, you know, work with that concept of, or and the angels if I want to. But I just, I'm like you, I just connect with my higher self and source now. It's just, it's, I call it direct connect. <laughs> mm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. So, well, it's and wonderful you, to Rebecca? tap into it. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And like Rebecca, how like you were obviously very sensitive when you were flying. So how was that? Um, well, you know, I was I got to the point where I was so comfortable on an airplane. I totally Good. trusted after 15 years that we weren't going to crash. And I absolutely <laughs> loved lifting myself above the earthly plane and going up into yeah. the higher altitude where I, I found I could think very clearly up there. So I really, you know, really yes. it. Mm. Yeah, I think that that's too why I have missed plane travel, but I've got my suitcase packed ready to go somewhere this year told the universe nice. I'm ready to go because I find the same way like you just feel so free from all the energy in the lower like down here you know from oh, all the yeah. Wi-Fi and all the noise and yeah well yeah. I think yeah. ladies I think we've got most of the technical issues Rose you are there correct Rose Rose hello Farage. Rose are you there okay which Rose <laughs> Yeah, Rose Farachi, not Rosemary, Rose oh, Farachi. Okay, all right. No, I haven't heard her. No. Yeah, I know. She's uh, showing up on the board, and Hazel said she's going to call in conventionally. I tried to. Uh, she said she did refresh and see the Skype uh, button, but are you calling in on Skype, Tracy? 
I'm not. I decided Gmail because the thing with Skype is the icon doesn't appear until you go live, and it took me forever to figure that out. And then yeah, you can't talk yeah, to the guests prior to going well, live, so that's okay. It, they'll they'll figure it out. Yeah, yeah. The other thing is, it's like they have to be. Um, you have like to Skype in. You also have to sign into Skype as well. So Hazel's probably sorting that out. But she did yeah, Skype yeah. into well, my she show. Yeah, so. in. She's calling conventionally. Boy, oh boy, I hope that they've. Uh, I signed up for premium, and I see five. Uh, I see, uh, this may be the problem. I see five. Uh, callers, and I signed up with the premium. Oh, here we go. Yay. All right. I think we just got Hazel. Is it you? Hello. Hazel. Yes. Hey, Hazel. Hello, Hazel. <laughs> Rose, oh, you are the only one. All right. Can anybody hear me? Yes, we got you. Is Rose, can you anyone in now? Can you hear me? Rose, are you there? I can hear you guys. Yay. Yes, I was, okay. having, yeah. I was having head. All right. Fantastic. Well, okay. I... Ladies, what I thought might be the best thing to do for this, because we have so many people and we don't have an engineer to cue us all so we don't talk over each other, how about this idea that we uh, give everybody three minutes. I've got a little uh, little sound, uh, tiny soundboard that I can use the applause uh, meter here when uh, we get the three minutes and let everybody go around. And I'd like to propose a couple of um, questions. Is that okay? And then we see if we can address those. Is that format sound okay? That's good. Yeah. Sounds say yes. Okay, so why don't yeah. we do this? Uh, Rebecca and I. Somebody, somebody needs to mute. Somebody needs to mute their microphone because I'm getting everything twice. Okay, I will. Are what you? I will do is when when one individual speaks, I will mute the others. How's that? Good. Hazel, okay, so also check is, to make sure you're not listening to the show as well because that was happening for me. Like I was, I'm, uh, I'm listening to it online, and then I, think yeah. I am Tracy. Yes, I think that's what's happening. Yeah, yeah. I'll shut right. that down. Thank you, Tracy. You've oh, been the technical no, wizard today. Tracy, <laughs> my previous incarnation has helped. <laughs> yes, that's true. Yeah. That's true. You were you were in IT. Okay, so why don't we I do this? IT, I yeah. um. I would like to, um, Rebecca and I have a, a great relationship and we talk every day and we get into the finer details of spirituality and, uh, you know, uh, law of attraction versus letting go, et cetera, et cetera. And one of the things that we've, uh, we've kind of stumbled on is uh, free, destiny, free choice, and um, outcome. And uh, the argument comes down to, yes, we do have free choice, and we can do the best we can, but we, we are really not the determinants of outcome. That was my, uh, my, my last statement on that. So if that's a topic that you feel that would be fun to, to talk about and also for our listeners to uh, get you know, some edification on, why don't we start with that? And, Tracy, since you've been for the first one here, why don't you take, pick it up? And I think it sounds, the sound quality sounds okay right now. Has everybody got a, an okay on the sound quality? Yes, I can hear. Yes, okay, very good. well. All right, so then I don't have to mute people. So, Tracy, why don't you pick it up from there? I'll give you three minutes, and at the end of three minutes, you'll hear the applause, and then we can move to somebody else. Okay. So I just want to confirm what the question is. We're talking about um, calling forth what we wish for, but knowing that the outcome is not determined, that we're allowing um, a higher power source, whatever you want to call it. Is that correct? That's right. 
you know, it's, okay, we, good. We, we can only do we can only do what we can do, and we can yes have a choice to show up to do the work. Yet we are not the who, what, when, where, and how. Yes, yes, absolutely. So I'm just I'll introduce myself. So my name is Tracy, also known as Pink Bella. And I reside in Vancouver, British Columbia. I um, My journey started when I was very young, and I bring forth um, ancient wisdom from Atlantia, Lemuria. I, I do healing work, crystal work, and um, I also do empowerment coaching sessions, which is my favorite because I work with people all around the world. And it's, it's kind of a we work towards this. Like there's no sort of set formula for each individual on how to manifest and bring forth what we would like in our lives. Some people use prayer, um, some, you know, visualization, affirmations, that sort of thing. But then as a, as a human, we can get stuck in, well, why hasn't it shown up yet? Or why doesn't it look like this? Or, you know, why is this taking so long? And that's when the whole divine timing and we have to allow the universe to, or whatever you choose to, whatever your belief system is, to allow that to manifest in a beautiful and magical way. So that's the whole letting go part. And, um, you know, we all wish, would like to have everything that we wish for today. And it might not, the universe is busy working away on the parameters for us. And we have to, to let go. As an example, even the show today, it came to, together so quickly. <laughs> and I knew it was divine timing and that I was to be here. You know, like I wasn't, you know, I, I thought, oh, it's already happening. It's Monday. Okay. So <laughs> that's fantastic. Yeah, exactly. So, and I'm so, yeah, and I'm so in gratitude that we could all be here together to share, to share our light and share our, our viewpoints. And um, yeah, so I, what I, I transcended, I worked with, you know, different religions. Um, I've traveled the world. I've lived overseas. Um, my, you know, crystals, everything I can see now looking back on my life, everything came to me. Um, when it was time, even as a child, as a child, stones and crystals came to me. And now looking back on it, that was part of my remembering what I was to share with others later on in my life. So there's many detours, you know, I was like, we were talking, I was in IT for 20 years, but I, again, worked with people from all over the world. I traveled all over the world and had beautiful experiences. And now I'm on a new path and, and I'm showing up today for this beautiful um, sharing and yeah, so you know, absolutely, we call forth what we wish for. We um, visualize it, and then we do have to let go and allow the magic okay, to unfold perfect. for sure. Yay! Yeah. I'm, I can't. I Yay. can't. Let me see. <laughs> that, I can't find the applause button on here, but we're gonna we're gonna use that. Uh, Rebecca, I know you have to leave the show soon, so why don't you uh, right. give your three minutes? Okay, here I am. My name is Rebecca Tripp, and uh, I am the metaphysical flight attendant. I was a flight attendant for 35 years, and I retired and wrote a book that came out last year called Secrets of a Metaphysical Flight Attendant because I um, learned many, many metaphysical secrets after I stepped into the skies. And um, I studied um, the art of creative visualization, which I learned shortly after I became a stewardess in 67. And I love spiritual healing. I study, some of my favorite teachers are Jesus, Mary Baker Eddy, Neville Goddard, um, Yogananda. Uh, let's see. Gurdjieff was one of my early ones that I, I studied for quite a long time, learning how to control my thoughts and um I just love all of them. I'm a metaphysical junkie. 
And as far as the question goes, Tom and I talk about this a lot, and this is my philosophy. I do believe that God has already figured it all out. Uh, my higher self knows exactly how long I'm going to be here and what my I'm, I came here to do. And I am already in demand. And I really felt when I was writing my book, which took three years working with my writing partner, Brian Renee, that it was really fun and effortless to do it. It was um, it was an experience, but it wasn't like work. So I felt like I was in the flow the whole time, and I felt very guided to write the book, which does get good reviews and seems to, you know, people that read it enjoy it and seem to get a lot out of it. And I do feel that there is a pattern to our lives and there is a mission that we come here to perform, and we've already decided that before we come into this three-dimensional world. Um, but I also believe that we can block and, and we can get stuck and we do take detours, but then we find ourselves back on the path again. And maybe that's all the way it's supposed to be too because I have noticed as I look back now on my life, there were definitely indications that I was on a certain path and that that path was meant for me and I had to learn certain things at different stages in order to know what I know today. So it all makes sense. It's really true that when you look back, you realize it's like a puzzle and it all fits together. And here we are, and I do believe that we're all here because we're involved in being part of this amazing shift in consciousness that's taking place on the planet as we move from um, matter-based thinking to a more spiritually-based way of seeing things. And we are light workers, and I think that's why we come together and enjoy each other's energies and vibrations because we're like-minded. And thank you for all being here. It's exciting. Amazing <laughs> <laughs> is priceless. Hey Hazel, how are you? Do you want to go next? Uh, yes, why not, Tom? So, hello everybody. Uh, it's Hazel, Hazel Moore from England. And just a quick rundown on me. I awakened all oh, decades ago now, and so I'm pretty pretty set in the new timeline. And what I'd like um, uh, to talk about is this, um, this, when we say we're stuck, when we say, you know, we are not the who, what, when, and how, um, of course we are. And to me, it is realizing when I am being human, which is the one that talks to people about we need a spiritual revolution, that's the human me in that timeline on that bridge where I'm trying to help people who want to understand who are taking down the veils and reframing their mindset in order to expand into their divinity. So, um, you know, I don't go along any longer, although I once did, that people are stuck because they're not stuck. They come to experience the fullness of everything and humans call that stuck because things are not <laughs> happening fast enough for them but in truth it is not stuck there's no such thing when you begin to understand it all truly 
So words like that, when you start to live from the fifth dimension and beyond, have no more meaning and you can see the irrelevance of it. In truth, yes, we came to this space that we call Earth, which is a certain level of consciousness, to experience separation, as us guys here and many out there in the world now know, and we call that experience human to separate it and to give it a label and to help our minds to understand what it, what the big picture is. So we go through this process and then we realize that God or source or whatever word you want to use is a state of being. That's what it is. And when you see clearly because you have understood at a visceral level, then you expand more and more into that state of being that is God, and we stop seeing the human stuff so much. Although we understand it and we are a bridge to help those who want to, to cross over into their divinity, into their expanded state of beingness, is is fantastic. So, um, you know, for those that are kind of starting out, you know, in my early days when I couldn't get people to kind of I understand... I was just Tom Hayes, and uh, I saw that... Who have we got for a caller? Whoops. Did did we lose anybody or anything? No, Uh-oh. I'm here, Tom. Oh, okay, great. I'm still here. Uh, Mm-hmm. I saw a caller come on. I tried to uh, connect with them, but um, I, well, that Hazel, as always, you uh, <laughs> you had a level that is just fabulous. And before I let Rose have her turn, um, yeah, you know, I think one of the, the techniques that I found that has really helped is understanding that no matter what comes along in the uh-huh. human dimension, in my human feelings, my emotions, whatever that they're to be treasured and to be enjoyed, whether it's, you know, the joy of uh, reaching a success or whether it's the the angst of not achieving that success, the worry, the anger, the whatever, that any time that I really dive into those emotions and say to myself, well, isn't it wonderful that I am a being that can come and experience all of those things and get into every aspect of my humanness then I, a life just begins to flow even faster that those those particular emotions don't hang around long. Uh, there's no resistance. There's acceptance. And as you said to me just a while ago, uh, enjoy. <laughs> at this point in my life, I'm not, I don't have the affluence that I once had, but you just looked at me and you just made so much sense. Enjoy the poverty. Enjoy this time in my life. And, and I do. And because it is... Um, pushed me to do things that I never would be doing if I had maintained the affluence and gone on a totally different path, which in some ways could have been pretty insidious. So thank you for that. And, Rose, I'm going to let you pick up now. I had to unmute myself. Now I'm here. Can you hear me? Okay. Yes, that's great. Okay, I had to unmute myself. I had myself muted. So anyways, I'm Rose Faraci, and... Um, I, um, am just, I am just what I am. (laughs) 
uh, just for the sake of, uh, you know, words and human language, I guess we could just say that I am a, a, a way show or light worker. I, I actually, you know, just help people understand, interpret, you know, what is going on with them, what's going on uh, in this uh, world, this plane that we're on. And, and uh, I'm helping people understand uh, who they really are, helping them remember, I should say. And uh, I do uh, energy light work uh, where I help people change their vibration, help them uh, clear and, uh, and and begin their their process. I activate them uh, to begin, you know, a, their awakening and remembering of who they are and what they are and what they're capable of and reminding people of, of um, the fact that they are everything around them. They are they created everything that is within them and around them. And um I do empowerment sessions and I do a YouTube channel uh where I do a lot of interviews stuff on my own. I do uh, intuitive uh oracle card readings. Now just for the sake of it, um they're not the basic, you know, card readings that you would go to any other person for. Mine are a bit different. I don't tell the future. I don't tell any fortunes or anything like that because you are your own future, your own fortune. Um, you created the whole hologram that you're in now. You are the hologram. And it's up to a person. It's up to you, you know, to decide whether or not you want to create this reality or not. And... So I just basically show you the blueprint of where you are and understand it a little bit better by giving you a different perspective so that you can have your own understanding of yourself and your reality and your experience. Uh, it's not my interpretation. It is more of me just giving you perspective to just kind of – because sometimes we just need somebody to, uh, to just kind of uh, allow us to see in a different light uh, a situation that we're in uh, for us that aha moment and that's just all I am and uh, I just kind of clear the path in the fog a little bit uh, just so that you can see your own reality and then you go from there and um, so I uh, wrote a book too called Quantum Lucidity and uh, you can catch that on Amazon and I have a quantumlucidity.com website where you can see all my services that I offer. But um, it is, everything just is, you know. Um, we are the, uh, one collect consciousness. We are one. And uh, we are a beautiful existence. And uh, it's about that unconditional love. And it is possible. It is real. So just sharing the love. <laughs> <laughs> Beautifully put. Okay, we're going to come around the the table again, and um, Tracy, I'm going to give it to you. But I just want to, um, again, you know, we we've all been through so much, and I think that it's this is, you know, not since ancient Greece, not since the Athenium when uh, Aristotle and Socrates and Plato all hung out. Do I feel that we have such a collection of great minds and hearts and souls today? I really mean that. This is just a, 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 a symposium of the highest order. So, but for those people who are um, in, in who are uh, seekers, who are 
trying to find a way, who who are somewhat troubled by uh, their, their their stage at this time. Um, there there seems to be some techniques, and what I have found more than anything is kind of what you alluded to, Hazel, is being in the present, letting go, understanding that deep down, you know, I am God consciousness, and just enjoying the ride. And the more you know, Paul McCartney said it best, you know, in times of trouble, Mother Mary comes to me singing words of wisdom, let it be, let it be, um, you know, don't worry, be happy. Uh, am I on the right track? And Tracy, I'm going to pass it back to you. Absolutely. I just didn't know if Rosemary was going to share as well. I didn't want to overstep. Well, I'm well she, which, we, Rosemary and I are, uh, agreed that we would try to uh, just get you guys going, and then, yes, later oh, okay. on we'll come in. <laughs> I just want I just want to make sure. Yeah, hello everyone. Yes. Um you know, my higher self brings me music all the time and I hear let it be all the time. All the time. I mean, it's it is so true because we as our human aspect try to control the outcome or force issues. And I love the saying go with the flow because um you know, and I didn't understand it for years, but, you know, you can actually feel if you're working towards something, let's say you have a dream, you're working towards it, and there's just going to be some points where you feel like you're pushing, you're pushing against the current, you're trying to make things happen, you're trying to force things to happen, and it's not happening, and that's when you do let go, and you just allow um, the magic and the miracles and allow the universe to bring something for you or your higher self or source um, in in a form maybe that you can't even imagine, because we, we we do still have this human aspect that we're we are in human bodies and we can't even think half the time of how magnificent and wonderful things can actually be. So um, it's yeah it it is a, a process and every soul on this planet has their own individual. Uh, they're going to find their own individual way and their path. Um, some souls are just awakening. Other souls are, are um, you know, farther along. I like to use the wave analogy when I work with clients. So I, too, have had many teachers, many guides along the way. And, and now I use them all as tools to connect with other souls so I can speak their language to assist them to maybe transcend a box that they put themselves in. Or that they feel that they can't they can't see like uh, Rose was saying they can't see another perspective they can't see their way out, and I also give oracle readings and I do the same thing intuitively because I can, you can't you know you, you can people do try they try to put a time frame on it they try to say this is going to happen in this many weeks or months or whatever but in actual fact we do just have to say this is what I wish for this is what I visualize and I would like it as soon as possible and then you let it go. And move on to something else, you know, because we, we are creating our, our own reality. We are creating our, our, um, what we w- wish for. But that's part of the awakening process too, because many souls don't even realize still that they can do that. They are still reacting to the outside world as opposed to knowing you go inside, change your belief system, change your frequency, and then it can come forward as well. So I do a lot of my work as well as to raise everyone's frequency to help everyone shift their energy where they might be stuck and allow the new energy, you know, the new higher frequency to come forward within them. So I'm just a facilitator. I just bring forth whatever messages are are given to me and yeah, and I love it. I love assisting others. That's that's part of my path as well. So yeah, sharing Sorry. aloha, right? We talked about this before. Sharing sharing aloha. <laughs> <laughs> and uh you know, one of the things that I've learned from all four of you, and Rebecca has uh, 
Rebecca has left because she had some things to do. But so we've got we're down to the uh, terrific trio. And uh, one of the things that you've made me aware of, all of you, uh, is the body part of this. And I saw something on Facebook today saying, you know, some video, some TED Talk saying we are not our body. And yet, um, especially Hugh Hazel, I had some beautiful sessions with you and obviously with James um, Black the other day that we are our body. And we are uh, – so if if you want to pick it up from there about this whole – um, you know, human experience and now incorporate the heart, the body, and then give us your take on that. Is that for me Hazel? on that question? Yeah, that's for you. <laughs> yes. yes. Yeah. I, yeah, I, we are our body. Our body is a part of the whole consciousness that we are. And it's what keeps us in gravity and and all of that. And now the experience is going to be what the Bible would call the rapture. And we are actually, many of us, in the throes of transforming carbon into crystalline bodies, which, you know, our flesh and blood and bones is carbon. And we are playing a game of transforming that, alchemizing it's back into the crystalline higher frequencies without crossing the bridge. So indeed, we are our body as well. And to deny that is to keep it all separate. And in the denying of the body being separate, we will not achieve what we want to achieve in this lifetime. And I know for me, my game is to alchemize my very flesh. Now... Whether I'm going to achieve that is up to the who, when, what, when, and how, because that part of my humanness that is still in the cells of my body still has clearing to do in the form of um, limiting beliefs that are unconscious. I know that my human self still has some of those, and I know that that is nearly over because of the joy now that flows down into my very fingertips, not just now and again, <laughs> but, you know, all the time. I can feel these streams of consciousness come right through the core of me, and I'm talking about the core of my body. So I know that, woohoo, you know, I'm really getting there. I'm really taking off this stuff, um, which is, you know, now part of me, the human me, is, is amazed and in awe, and my God self, you know, which to me is my galactic self, is, is you know, just so laid back and aloof. Well, what else did you expect, honey? You know? <laughs> and it's the two are coming together in the body. So I'm getting rid of, you know, the mind, basically. I'm getting um, very, very clear that my mind is the total silent pool. You know, the lake, the reflection is so is getting so clear, you know, in my mind. My mind is the reflection that I can see clearly. So, you know, let's all... Um, just go this way and carry on. Those of us that are going this way are all coming together. You can feel it. It's magnetic. It's just, just, just 
not going to have to explain it. I'm, I'm just in awe of it all, and I'm just so happy. And I also know that, you know, the things I want, I, God wants what I want for me, you know. And my, what are my requests? But I, they're not requests anymore. I just think, and it's like a, oh, no, that's the old timeline. No, we don't want to go there. And, you know, my new, my new timeline is about to physically start. So I'm not talking about lucid dreaming or all of that. I'm talking about bringing all of that into this physical reality that humans can still see and tap into and I can still help them. My new life is about to begin and it's going to begin in Africa. So, you know, I'm still in gravity. I'm still going to walk the earth. I'm still transforming this physical body and fantastic you know, I just it, want those that want it to be able to find me because I see very clearly what is going on in all the levels of consciousness in humans and those who are also transforming. And my gift to the world is to help these people quickly align because, you know, they've got little, little refinements, little tweaks really, really are profound, you know, as we we all carry on our journey. We're all going in one big wave, Tom. And and those of us that are going to do this, millions of us, millions of us, which is still a drop in the ocean to the billions, you know, that are in form. You know, I think it, the wave is about to happen, you know. Um, I know that Matt Kahn, he talks about the first wave of, of humans, let's call us humans for want of a label. It's you know, it's all going to have happened by September. So he actually does give a date and a time. So and I have actually when I've done readings for people I have given exact times and days. Um not very often but that does happen. So I don't want to dismiss that. But what I do want to dismiss is those that rush after psychic after psychic after psychic, which is, you know, they take responsibility. But for those of us that are in this paradigm now, yeah, we can begin to say, no, it's, it's closer than next week. No, it's closer than two days away. In Because there's always time. Time is a feeling, remember. And I always feel my way through the time, and I usually hold my hands apart, and according to how apart they are is how much time, in inverted commas, is going to pass before that thing comes to pass. So, um, yeah, that, that's where the world is at right now. It, it's actually awesome. And it really is a super, super time to be transitioning from human to divine. Uh, and those that aren't wanting it this time, wonderful. They're going to get it in, in another time reality. So um, I hope that makes sense. And yes, it yeah, totally makes sense. sense. Right, mm-hmm. it totally makes sense. And, you know, there are days when, you know, I think something else I read on Facebook yesterday is that I'm not, nec- I'm not where I intended to be, but I sure ended up where I needed to be. And I think all of us on the line right now know that truth so well. And um, my daughter told me, who's on a, just a magnificent 
joyous path right now. It's one of my legacies is to get notes and cards from her thanking her, me for uh, showing her the way to be joyful. And you're right, there are times when I sit and I can just feel the joy just race through my body because I'm totally yeah. in the moment and doing that. And, and you're right, it's a very real thing. And somebody asked, uh, somebody was mentioning uh, Eckhart Tolle was asked by Oprah, um, you know, what do you do for fun? And he laughed. And he said, <laughs> every moment is fun. Yeah. I, I laughed, yeah. of course, to myself. And so, um, so, Rose, why don't you pick it up from there? Rose? Yeah, I guess yeah, you have to unmute. Do you have uh, Okay, there we yeah. go. <laughs> um, no, it, it is. It's, it's, it is the now moment, and we embody everything. And we are the embodiment of joy and happiness and uh, bliss, abundance. It, it, we are all those things. And it's, um, you know, everything's just a state of mind. If you want to talk in the human, you know, uh, terms. Everything is just a state of mind. Loneliness is a state of mind. Every, you know, time is a state of mind. Um, it, it, but we are in this very moment. We can embody everything that we desire, and we can embody everything that we are. Because a lot of us don't, you know, already embody it because we don't believe it. We don't. We don't, uh, you know, uh, know that it exists uh, for some, you know, out there. But we are everything. We are the joy and the peace and the prosperity and the healing or what have you. And um, in every given moment, and that's all that matters to me is just right now. And, um, well, I don't know what will happen in October, November, December, or anything like that because it's not right now. I'm not, <laughs> I'm not, I'm not in, you know, in the time zone. I'm not in the twilight zone yet. So, I mean, and I probably won't go into that twilight zone, you know, just, I'd rather just be right now. You know, November, you know, and December are right here, right now within me. So I create it and I embody it. I am it. And this is where um, a lot of people, you know, really, you know, it just expands you. It it, it totally just um, opens your frame of mind, opens your heart. And the deeper understanding and the knowing uh, just comes forth. And you don't even have to ask a question. You know, it's not, there's no such thing as a mystery. The answers are right there. So, I mean, you can even, like, you know, turn on the telly if you want to, and you can watch, you know, ancient aliens or whatever, and they'll say, could it be that this was how it was done? You, you'd be, you could just look at it and laugh, you know? And you could be like, oh, Really, you know, because it, it just you're you already already know within, and and at the same time, who cares? <laughs> so um, we we put we put a lot of effort and energy and 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 um in a part of ourselves into things that shouldn't really matter because they aren't in the now. They they aren't you know they have nothing to do with us. You know, really, uh, and it, it's just a matter of having fun and enjoying this now moment. And when you feel, when you feel it, and then you know it, and then you start to really experience the embodiment of it, 
there is just no word, no human language could describe that inner peace and that bliss and that joy and happiness and and it, you know um it is very um it is very uh enlightening it's very uh beautiful and 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 people will have such a you know you're going to see people dancing in the streets literally because that you know they they don't care you have to get to a point too where you don't care anymore you know you you have to get to a point where you don't care if you know you broke your favorite coffee cup you got to get you know from those little things to the bigger things you got to not care and all you got to do is love um there's a difference between not caring about the mundane things that that distract us because a lot of things are just a distraction and um and then understanding and having knowing of what you know your true connection to everything is at the same time so um right now i Beautifully mean I just, done. I, I just love you know being here with you guys to me this is a great fun and this is beautiful bliss <laughs> and and i'm happy <laughs> You know, I have to, uh, I, I want to let Rose, Rosemary speak in a second here. Uh, you know, I, I <laughs> every time I speak to each one of you individually uh, in, in your individual shows or whatever, uh, and we had James Blacker on the other day, and he was just magnificent. And, you know, I wanted to say, Rose, you, you, you said it so beautifully in the conversation. You know, it, it, all of these shows take on a life of their own, and I just marvel at the magic of that. And, you know, Hazel, you, you, you brought us into the body. And, Rose, you used the word over and over and over again, embodiment, embodiment. And that's what it really comes down to, isn't it, Hazel, that bringing this into the body and feeling that in, in the body. And yes. you also said yes. things don't matter. Go ahead, Hazel, I'll just jump on that. Yeah, that's the dichotomy, isn't it, Tom? That, yeah, we do embody everything, and yet it doesn't matter. Matter is still the embodiment. You know, God, this state of being, seeks form. God is formless, and it is the only level of consciousness that is formless, and it seeks form, whether that be an archangel, a galactic being, a, a blade of grass, or an animal, that God consciousness seeks Form, which means to embody, which means it's matter of a kind. So there is no, the only non-physical is that state of ultimate being that, you know, some religions call nirvana, which means, you know, we as individual portions of embodiment of that cease to exist. So everything is embodied, the archangels are embodied, and when you interact with them at that level that they're at, you can touch them, which means they have matter of a kind. So, you know, you've got to get into metaphysics and, you know, all of that to, if you want to get your head around the science of it, but you can still, they are still embodied. So that goes across the board, right down to us, you know, in 3D being the densest, and there are even sub, what I call subhumans, even denser than than we are in in 3D as humans. So yeah, but I just wanted to go back to something that Rose said. You know, I just love these ladies and you, Tom, and all of us. You know, and 
Rose and Tracy and myself, we often get together, you know, and each time we do, we expand even more. And like the three of us between us, we have all these little gems that we, we share and all of that. And, you know, you can bet the your bottom dollar the next day we're all saying, I've expanded even more. Oh, yeah. So, you know, yep. expect to expand after this show, Tom, big time. So if you get starving hungry or you need to sleep, you know we've done our job in uplifting <laughs> whole frequency. The last time, of, the last time, the last time, Tracy knocked me out for three hours. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. My pleasure, Tom. My pleasure. Yeah. I just wanted to say there was something that Rose said that I thought was great. And it was, um, you know, she lives in the now, which we all do. And she was saying, you know, uh, November and December are inside of me. And that is true. November and December and all the months of the calendar are inside of us and we just call them don't we november december or whatever but it's such a dichotomy all of this stuff that um you know it just makes you laugh at it all like rose said you know you see aliens which you know i've seen and that and you think well so what you know what i mean that's huge isn't it to get to that level where you can look at an alien that you literally have seen walk through the wall of your living room or wherever and think, yes, you know what? You know, it's fantastic, fantastic way of being. So I just wanted to um, acknowledge my beautiful, beautiful um, uh, companions, those, and Tracy and you, Tom, and just fantastic. Well, it is, it's a Thanks. level, and Rose, Rosemary and I talk about it after the show all the time, and um, you know, one thing I, I, you know, I, I when, you know, I, I, I'm a big fan of Stephen Jobs, especially his thing about we will never know where the dots will connect looking forward, but we will know when we look back. And, you know, with that in mind, I, I look back on my life. I wanted to go to a, a secular, secular university instead ended up in a small Catholic uh, college here in Massachusetts against my will, but was force-fed philosophy and theology for four years and was introduced to Plato. And, and right away, I mean, we're talking about what the Christian, you know, Catholic Church or whatever would call a pagan. And yet Plato and Aristotle and Socrates were the first I know of to talk about soul in, in the Western world. And, you know, Plato is, was all about that, you know, before something comes into form, it is already in spirit. And the, the ideal will come into being. And I watched uh, one of the shows, that movies that made that clear to me as I watched Edison. Uh, and when he was all up, up against it, he was going bankrupt. And he went to get money and he came back and he didn't have it. And he told everybody they would have to go. And somebody made an error in one of his experiments and he heard sound. So with that jump, he went down and created the phonograph. And when he came back up with it, Everybody said, look what you invented. He said, no. He said, this has been here forever. He says, we are just finding it now. And so I think everybody, you know, if we can think about that, we as who we are right now, all of this was in spirit form at one point, and now we are in matter. And that's to be honored, not to be denigrated, right? And and if uh, Tracy, it's your turn if you want to pick up on that. 
Absolutely. And I was actually just thinking about our conversation when I was on your show about, you know, we talked about the law of attraction and that's, um, you know, with Abraham Hicks, that's the, the, you know, that everything is, everything is in our vortex and just waiting for us to call it forth. And, and um, I was just sitting here thinking that like, you know, I really work with the heart, the heart frequency and, um, you know, raising my vibration and helping others raise their vibration, knowing that absolutely everything is around us waiting for us to call it forth and waiting for us to be at a vibration where we're able to receive it and be it and feel it and all of those things. So a lot of, a lot of it is, you know, polishing the diamond, releasing all the belief systems or the limitations or the boxes. And for many souls, they're not sure how to do that, you know? Um, so that's what's so beautiful about this time right now, because we, we have beautiful souls, all of us that um, even with this radio show, Tom, you know, all of us are raising the frequency and raising awareness that, you know, every single day you can choose to be in your heart. You can choose to be in joy, in love, in light. And it's a, um, it's not a challenge. It's a, it's a consciousness. It's being in the now and being present and, and knowing, okay, I'm not in my heart right now. What happened? Okay. How can I get, let's just go and breathe and get back into my heart. And that changes your whole day, your whole moment, just by shifting back into your heart again. And we are, we have things thrown at us every moment of every day. <laughs> so, mm-hmm. yeah. I've, gotten, I've gotten into the whole, I don't care. I put feral cat music on and I listen to that nonstop. I, you know, I just do whatever I can now to keep my frequency high. Because I'm here to enjoy my life every day. And that's what I wish for every soul <laughs> to be laughing joyously like Tom is right now. <laughs> well, I, it's so funny today. Uh, you know, I start. I have my little animation project and uh, you know, cartoons, etc. And I've been, it, you know, I get woken up now in the middle of the night, and <laughs> something is speaking to me. You know, and I ask it, okay, why did you wake me up? And it gives me a couple of jokes. And then when I get Aww. up, I write the joke. And I just stumbled upon. Uh, because, you know, my world is the world of beans is descended from Jack and the Beanstalk and that the giant is out to take revenge on those beans for enabling the Beanstalk and Jack to get to his castle and steal <laughs> I love and it. stuff. And uh, so because it's in Storyland, a lot of other characters enter. And so recently, um, <laughs> Little Red Riding Hood showed up in the uh, in the in the whole uh, world as a uh, <laughs> she in, in present day has a catering business in which she delivers, um, you know, del- del- has a little picnic basket truck. And she delivers. She's making money. She's become an entrepreneur, delivering not just going to grandma's, but and today I'm laughing so hard because uh, she's standing by the farmer where she's getting her goods to deliver, and uh, the 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 female the the mother and the wife of the farmer says, uh, you know, <laughs> Red Riding Hood, Little Red, life is not a picnic. To which Little Red Riding Hood said, Yes, usually there's a big bad wolf. wolf hanging around to mess up your day. <laughs> and we all have Absolutely. our little big bad wolves, don't we? Mm-hmm. Uh, now, I have one yeah. other thing that I stumbled on um, that I'd like. Uh, okay, I think it's your turn now, Rose, right? You unmute yourself, dear. <laughs> give you, are you there? I don't hear you, Rose. Not not Rose or me, Rose. We're waiting for Rose okay. Marie. Well, yeah, we're gonna we're gonna let Rose. Do you want, Rosemary, you want to jump in now, or do you want to wait a little? 
Oh, well, Rose can go ahead if she wanted to, to speak. Uh, yeah, let's try because I want to do one more thing, and then we'll come back and we'll we'll all t- kind of take our times. Um, I was led. I've been led back to the uh, Empire Strikes Back because of uh, uh, more as a writing exercise, and so I watched it again for the first time in a long time. And uh, there is Yoda giving that beautiful um, speech to um, uh, Luke about the Force. And I, I so here's my question. He, he says, he says, be passive, be patient. You know, be be in the moment, um, and 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 Luke is doing that, and then Luke screws up. Luke doesn't believe. Luke does. Luke can't lift the the uh, the, the spaceship out of the swamp. Uh, Yoda does that, and then he says, "You your error is." He says, "You allow the force, but you don't control it," which to me took away all of the credibility of what Yoda was saying. Is it possible to control it, or is it all about letting go? And I'll let you pick up on that. I think it it was more of the, there's a difference between being able to, to, uh, to use that force and to control it. Now, to control it, he probably meant more of, you were trying to be a control freak and have it. Right. And, and, you, know, you know, wanted it to do out of, you know, whatever you want to call it, ego or what have you. There's a difference between that and the way we have to, we have to control out of something um, out of our own, you know, just uh, overpower something. So there was the point where he's been able to control it or use it and, and uh, utilize that force. He takes the ego out to be allowed energy in his own, you know, being. But there's a difference between needing to control something yeah, right and allowing things Exactly. Are you, we're having trouble. We're having trouble with your transmission. Um, why don't we go around again and see if it clears up? Hazel, why don't you pick up on that? But you know, um, you know, I'll be with the force versus control it. I mean, can you bring yeah. us a little deeper into that? Yeah. Well, we we certainly can control the force without doubt with our minds. Um, but you can only um, expand so far with that mindset. For example, um, you know, the priests of yesteryear, let's talk about Tutankhamun, for example, when he died, the um, the priests at that time created such a powerful thought form around the tomb and so on that people called it a curse. Now, they utilized that force for a particular purpose, which was to protect the tomb and so on. Now, this throughout all time has applied, you know, um, to people using that force to make things go their way. And yes, we can control, but you can only go so far through the spheres with that mindset. So these kinds of beings who you control the force in that way, they stay in the astral world. You cannot progress 
um, or expand into rather the higher dimensions of consciousness with that kind of mindset um, because there is a force field between each dimension and you cannot pass through the ring of fire if you are not refined enough. It's just not possible. Now, I have been taken to dimensions where I haven't been able to go any further. And you can't see the false field, but when you try to go through it, you are literally thrown backwards. The power of it throws you back. And this because I wasn't of an expanded enough mindset from my, and my heart as well to pass through that vibration. So, so yes, Tom, we can control the force, but only to a certain dimension is that possible. If we want to, and, and you can stay at that level for eons of time, if that's the choice of the God within, because remember, it's still all God. So, um, yeah, beings do that, and they stay for millions of years in one level of reality, because that's the experience they want to fulfill. So I hope that answered that. Yeah, thank you. That's beautiful. In fact, he did say to him, which I, he says, be careful. He went into the swamp uh, by himself, and he said, uh, be careful of the dark side of the force. Yeah. Which, you know, in, in this duality, in this, you know, time-space duality, there is a, it, it does have two dimensions, doesn't it? It has a good and an evil. Yes, it does, most definitely, but we only call it the dark side because we don't want it. <laughs> some people, some people right. love the dark side, you know, and, and those that don't love it have given it the name evil, for want of a bit of word, let's say, or the shadow self. But some people absolutely love it. I mean, we all know people that love winding other people up, just to quote, you know, um, a very kind of easy way to understand it. Now, there's nothing wrong with those people who love that game of winding other people up. They don't need to reframe their mindset or dig deeper into their stuff. They are just having, uh, enjoying the winding up. (laughs) It only applies to people who don't want it, you know? And and that's the truth of it. Some people love what we call evil. They, They get fulfilled from it. It's the simple basic <laughs> Well, and I, what I love about you, Hazel, right from the shot, you, you mentioned the game, which I think is very important for everybody. Tracy, it's your turn. Why don't you pick up on all the things that have just been talked about and kind of move them forward a little bit? I Well, I, I was just actually thinking how amazing it was, Tom, that you and I were both watching um, Star Wars at the same time. Get I was guided to get out I was, and that's why I posted that Yoda, and you liked it. I actually was guided by my higher self to watch all three of the original series again. And because we don't, you know, I don't don't remember the details. The movies have been around for so long, but I loved Yoda's wisdom, which is why I shared that. And I just actually was trying to remember the quote. And um, Luke did not believe that he could lift up the spaceship right. out of the swamp. And Yoda right. said, "That is why you fail. That is why you fail." So it is our belief systems. It is our veils that are around us that we easily can remove once we know that they're there, which means we can absolutely, you know, quantum jump to the next 
the next veil, the next reality, the next dimension. And um, I loved what I loved what um, Hazel was sharing about that as well. I was actually recently at a party, and I had decided that night I wasn't going to speak about metaphysical anything. It was an it was a summer summer equinox party. I thought I'm just going to go have fun just talk about whatever, just be out with people and enjoy. Well, the universe had another plan for me, sent me, <laughs> sent me one person to talk to me about my healing practice as soon as I walked in the door. And then the second person was a skeptic. And that person followed me around all night and just was drilling me with question after question after question. And I was just laughing. And I, and I was very calm and I, I thought, well, this is awesome. And actually at one point I just, and I saw a flash of color by her. She's the only person all night that I saw color by, so I shared that with her, and she was taken aback, and she said, what do you think it is? And I said, well, I think it's just your, your, you know, your energy field, but it could be one of your guides, and because everyone's at a different level, and a lot of people need that comfort of knowing that they have guides when they first wake up, knowing that we, we embody them, but on, you know, in, in for their mind to kind of handle what is going on. They, and that was part of my path as well, was to know that I had guides around me, even though I embody them, and, you know, we are walking around creating our daily hologram so now what was interesting is the color that was was by her was periwinkle like it wasn't just a regular blue it was this beautiful little lavender periwinkle color i said to her oh, it was periwinkle and she goes she, her face lit up and she said oh i love periwinkle so that was the message for her <laughs> and, then she, and then she said to me well what do you think it means and i said i think it's just so that you know you're asking all these questions i said that you know that there's magic in your life and you and things are going to start to unfold magically for you. And then she left me alone. You know, actually, at one point she did say to me, I, she, at one point she did say to me, you know, Tracy, this is all very crazy. I said, I embrace crazy every single day, and I, it doesn't matter. I don't care. I'm just have, here to have fun. And <laughs> yeah. but it's that whole. So quite, one question that really made me think as well. She said to me, Well, why if you can assist others, why can you not see everything your path for you? And you know what I mean. And I said, Because we have veils over us that we can only sort of, you know, to force us to be in the now and we can visualize and call forth and we can see some, some parts of our future and we can, and which could be just one of many timelines. So now what I'm doing is I'm visualizing what I wish for. I'm activating all timelines and I'm calling forth the best, the highest good for me and others. But I said to her that, you know, we do have veils over ourselves. We can assist others. But if we all at this point absolutely knew what, where we were to go and what we were to do in every single moment, it would take, take the fun out of the game. Yeah, it's exactly. and, you know, we are in a game. We're in a daily game, right? Exactly. It is the Exactly. So. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> That's it what I wanted true. to share. Well, yeah. thank you. Rosemarie, we, you've been so beautifully quiet, and we we talked about that before the show. But with your empathic abilities and the, the path that uh, – you may want to relate the story that happened the other day about the van and show us, you know, oh, the yeah. growth that you've seen since we've started these beautiful shows. I I have to say that was uh, oh, quite a blessing. Uh, just to make it quick, our our van, actually my daughter's, I call it my daughter's van, handicap accessible van, has been um, I guess down as we say, or um, broken down now for over eight months. And we've been doing, you know, people are asking us all the time, well, how do you do it? Our answer all the time is we just do. There's no question as to how we do it. Things just work out. And I was talking to Tom the other day, and I was kind of down. I said it was really getting to the both of us, my husband and I, you know, just just being having to rely on others and all for, for things and having to, you know, reschedule appointments for Victoria. So 
you know, Tom says to me, you got to get a little more aggressive. And, and there's times where, yeah, my, my aggressive peak tends to, to go down a little. Well, I decided, okay, I picked myself up. I, I put a message out, and then I put one on. There's a special ride they're going to be having for Victoria. I put a message on there, and all of a sudden, the messages just came coming back. You know, this one one gentleman, he popped up again, and he said, you know, let me know when, when you're free, when I can come over. And he's a mechanic. Not only that, but he has a group of people now who anonymously want to help out in any which way they can to get our van back on the road. So, you know, it's been... Um, just I was amazed. I couldn't describe the feeling I had come over me, but I knew. You know, another thing I did was I, I sent a message out to my father. He passed away. It was over, going over 14 years ago. And when things like this happen, I'll, I will. I'll send a message out to my father, and I'll say, Dad, you know, um, I'm letting it go. And whatever, you know, you can help me with, I'll appreciate anything. And sure enough, you know, the <laughs> The phone calls came in and everything else. The van's going to be back on the road. So, you know, that was our big plus. That was one of my big pluses. Um, speaking, uh, you know, as, as an empath, I have had clairvoyant abilities and, and experiences since I was around, I think I was 20 years old, 2021. 20, and then uh, just in the past, I, I want to say three years, close to, close to four years, I started having um, experiences with uh, empathic empathic mediumship where mostly a lot of emotion came through and then I would have, it would come through in my dreams or I would have um, flashes in my mind of certain, certain things. And I'm, uh, I'm quite humble about it actually. I, I don't really speak about it too much. I'm not, you know, I'm not embarrassed or ashamed of it. It's more, it's such a gift that I've been given, I feel God has given me, that I, um, you know, if someone does need my help in any which way, that I'll do my best, you know, to to help them um, make a connection. Or, you know, if there there's a unfinished business, an unfinished story that I can help them, you know, get through. I, you know, I have. Uh, in fact, Tom knows of one that I've, I've, I helped out. I spoke with uh, someone he knows, and you know, family, you know, family members is a little more, is a little tougher to, to do. The such a close connection, but um, it's at first was extremely overwhelming, especially the empath part of it. But I'm, I've been doing a lot lately to, uh, to cope with the overwhelming parts, and then. Uh, Say yoga, meditation, I imagery, um, and then I also you know, love getting out in nature. Love walking, hiking, getting out, and getting close to the you know close to the earth. So that's you know that's been my story over the past so many years. And which it's be you know, the empath part of it with my daughter can be actually I have two daughters, um, and my oldest you know uh, my oldest daughter she has dealt with some of the same experiences in her life and she she had no idea how to how to cope with it or uh to understand how to handle it but uh lately she's been I've been giving her some some advice and she's been taking that but uh with Victoria uh she a lot of people see it 
see that she just she shines. She she literally has a light about her, and she has been a big inspiration to me. Uh, now that, like I said, I was speaking about my father. He's he was a big inspiration to me, and I have set off on a journey. Um, I at one point wasn't going to state it, but I will now. Um, extremely serious about it. Started off on a journey on writing uh, a book, you know, writing in in honor a memoir of my father. So um, that's where I've started off, and I'll do about half an hour to an hour's worth of writing. And it is, it's that feeling I get where I'll just I'll go for the pen, I'll go for the notebook, and it'll just start coming out. You know, the certain it's like it's almost like while I'm writing, I'm getting certain messages, you know, coming through to put this down, put that down, remembering the stories he told me. My father grew up in Italy. He's from he was from Naples, Italy, and uh, just the, the many stories uh, that he told from when I was a child and up, I can remember, which I'm I'm going to be sharing, you know, in this book. You know, you're on. Uh, Rosemary's been on since I've known her. She's uh, on a fabulous path, and you know, kudos to the amazing job she does in producing this show. Um, and, you know, we just kind of resonated. Again, you know, one of those things, those thoughts that connected and brought us together. And, you know, I just love to see her growth and what you ladies have done to, you know, help both of us uh, go through. I, I want to, this has been so fabulous. I just want, I got one last thing, and then I think we can close it up, which is just a quintessential show, in my opinion. But uh, I, I also am getting deeper and deeper into writing, and again, things come to me. And I uh, was studying cloth, and one of the um, teachers made something very interesting. When we think of life as a game and as a story, each one of us has a story, and each one of us are playing game, multiple games, I think. And he made something interesting. He says, when you write about a character and you write a story, he says, never make it easy for the character. Keep <laughs> 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 abuse and heap adversity. And he says, because the more you heap abuse and adversity and challenge and obstacle and pain, he says, the more interesting you make the story and the more interesting you make the character and the stronger you make the character. So when the ultimate triumph comes, it's a magnificent story. And when I think of the, the, the I am so grateful to the periods of what what the world calls, and especially America calls the dream and success. Yeah, those were fabulous times. I wouldn't swap for any of them. But then to go back into adversity and to understand my, 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 I just, I, I totally resonate with this thing. It doesn't, in what we started off at the beginning, if, if you're feeling depressed, if you're feeling anger, if you're feeling the human part of us is not to, to resist and struggle with those feelings, but to say, hey, isn't this fantastic that I'm a being that can experience the whole spectrum of feeling? And when we are given those adversities, they're not necessarily, you know, evil or bad or negative. They are the obstacles for a fantastic story and a fantastic development of character. And I think, Rose, you're next. Why don't you uh, pick up on that if you can? Yeah, we tell our own stories. Uh, we create our own story, and that is the beautiful thing about this, that human existence is this whole life existence of our of our collective consciousness. And um, you create it, 
and then you share it, and we all share it with you. We all live it with you. And um, that is what makes this all so real. It, and when we go to these, they help appreciate this gift that we have. And so with that, when we can experience, we have to overcome a lot of the, you know, the human mind, the human emotions. But they're there to help us. They're not our enemy. And and uh, they're not something that we they're part of the experience. But when we can learn to actually um, utilize all of these gifts, the human emotion, though we don't, we hate to cry, we hate to be angry, we hate to hurt, but it is a gift. And it is so that we can see, and it is part of our expansion, it's part of our consciousness to be able to You know, such as pain and hurt and and uh, all the sorrow, all those things. It, they're also they're also, they're also to remind us, and this is what brings us into our strength and our own empowerment. And so, you know, your experiences are my experiences. I am you, and you are me. This whole thing is that we come together and we raise the consciousness of this beautiful earth and of itself, of all the collective and that's what it's It's beautiful. Uh, Hazel, you want to pick up on that, the adversity and the, the story and the, you know, the, the triumph, the, the hero's journey? Yes, the hero's journey. And it's just a fabulous roller coaster, you know, and we need to understand that is, you know, how many of us, for example, at the fairground, you go on these horrendous rides and you're screaming your head off, and when you get off, you think, wow, that was good, I think I'll go again. You know, and it's the same for, you know, like Tom, when you were saying, you know, about um, you, you, you've been through both spectrums of, of abundance and lack, you know, and you're now in this of adversity for a little while um, and to me that just means it's like you were in a dance and you know you were thinking of getting your coat and going out and finishing the dance but you thought no, hang on a minute I'm not quite done with this so you take your coat off again and you hang it on the stand and you go back in for more of that dance and when you have fully, fully experience of a fullness, all of it then it will all smooth out and, you know, which is smoothing out for you. So, you know, um, we go through those stages. You're in the stage of surrender and then comes union and that's the blessed place to be, you know, which is where I want to get to and I, I'm feeling, you know, you want to get to that same place now because you're done. You're just done with it. So in a little while, you're going to take your coat off the stand, you're going to put it on, and you're going to shut that door and say, I'm done with that dance. And, you know, I can see you like Dick Van Dyke running down the road on both your legs, 
<laughs> You're working on that, remember? And you know, that's the dance that you're you're in, and you're appreciating it, and and so on. You know, and some people, you know, they come to me and they say, "Oh, but I'm so angry," and I say, "Well, good. Be angry then. Be angry. Enjoy it." You know, yes. my daughter, yeah. bless her, when she was young, she had this thing about loss, and she would sob and cry if anybody left school. And, you know, she'd be sobbing and crying, and she'd say, Mom, I'm not done with it yet. And she'd go to her room and sob and cry a bit more. And then she'd be like, well, that's it, I'm done. You know, and, you know, it's like we think that we truly enjoy the misery. And we so do. So allow ourselves to enjoy the misery. And so yes. we enter another game and we think, right, I'm going to enjoy the misery, but I'm going to surround myself with people who keep telling me to, you know, stop moaning and whining and I'll see how much I enjoy that. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to stop. <laughs> well, so isn't it true? Exactly. We all when we say, I'm really done with it, you know? And until we say that, we simply are not done, you know? Yeah, I mean, yeah. we're Right, and I think what was fantastic about this uh, insight, it, you know, because I'm, I'm learning now, because when I wrote before, it was simply I just wrote from the instinct and I let it go where it would. But when I'm understanding that all great, true, the true form of all great stories is a three-act, I didn't know this. And that, you know, there's a beginning and then there's the, 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 the decline, the, the, the adversity, the da-da-da-da-da, and then there's the rise up, that roller coaster that we're talking about. And that's what makes the great stories. And I think the divine instills those beautiful stories in all of us. At least, you know, the people that I want to hang out with, the people that I admire the most, are not the ones who were born with the silver spoons and had an easy coast, but the ones who who were dealt the adversity and learned how to triumph. Those are the fascinating characters. Absolutely. I totally 100% agree. And um, we're done with bland as well, aren't we, Tom? We don't want bland anything. We don't want magnolia <laughs> walls. <laughs> it's true. Well, listen, I, 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 I think that you know we, we start to sense the time when uh, this. I, I can't. I, I'm, I don't have words to describe what this. Uh, I don't understand how we all connected. I love the fact that we have. I think it's. One of the, you know, one of the connections that, um, again, I, it's ineffable. I can't come up with the words for it. But thank you so much, ladies. I hope we, we uh, Rose, I think you talked about the next time we do this, we could do a hangout. Yes, we'll be doing a Google so that people can come in, watch us, and listen, and chime in with their questions. Um, we will, that's to be announced, the date is anyways, because we all have to discuss that yet. But it'll be great fun. Great. It's fabulous. Anybody want to, anybody want to give a, a last word at all? I would just like to share love and aloha to all who are listening from Vancouver, and I so um, in gratitude for sharing all this time with all of you today. And Tom, you uh, Hazel called you forth. Uh, Hazel, Rose, and I had a hangout, and Hazel had decided that she wanted to have fun and be on a radio program, and bada bing, bada boom, you two connected, and that's how it all started. Yeah, 
So thank you, Hazel. Oh, that's fantastic. Oh. Yeah, that, that is yeah. true, Tom. I was I was saying to the ladies here, you know, I just want fun. I want a comedian to show up. <laughs> 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 okay. I know you showed up. <laughs> 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 yeah, that's what you want, Tom. So, um, uh, well, uh, I, yeah. Yeah, you know, you, uh, you elevate, you know, to, to, to know that there's a place. One of the things that, the uh, reason I, I love the fact that we started with Rebecca is because, we really get into it. I try to allow um, Rebecca to go on her path, but she is so involved and so connected to her project that all I hear every day is, when is this going to happen? <laughs> <laughs> and and, and I, I tolerate it for a while. Then I have to snap in and say, you know, I'm sorry, Rebecca, but you, you, know, you, you, you know way more than this. You know that you can't force this. You know that you have to let go. <laughs> you know that your divine self has already got this under control. So just enjoy the path because it, it, that, and that's why I, I wanted to bring up the points I did today about the struggle and the force and the letting go. And, you know, I think we just covered it so beautifully, especially for people who are looking for the answers. Enjoy the struggle. Enjoy the, the hero's journey. Enjoy the adversity. Enjoy the fact that you've been given those situations and don't look at them as the end, but simply as something, as things to be overcome. When you find the right way to overcome them, which is mostly letting them be and and letting them go. Anybody want to jump on that? Yes, I would. Hallelujah. Okay. Ladies, thank you so much. I can't wait for the hangout. Bless you. Have, you know, great celebration this summer and uh, can't wait for the next connection. Okay, Thank you so much. Lots of love to you all. Uh, good, and I, I know someday we're going to be together in the present, in the moment, in physical connection, someplace having a great party. Oh, we're working on what? it. We're we're yeah. Absolutely. Thank you. Absolutely. Helen, all right. Thank you so much. All. It was fabulous. Thank you. Have a wonderful day. Thank you.
Ralphie. Ralph. Ralph, are you there? I can I see you on the line, my friend, but I don't hear you. Ralph. <laughs> Wait a minute, let me see. No, no, you should be there. Are you just being bashful or are you having trouble with the connection? Now, you know what I'm going to do? I'm going to hang up and call you back. But anyway, everybody's still listening. Get on the love train. What a fabulous show. I I can't imagine anybody not listening to that beautiful program and not getting uplifted Hello. and energized. Hey, there you are. <laughs> hey, what's up? How long man? have you How long have you been listening? I I no, I just turned on the I called in and I got the uh uh, uh report the um, the show. But Oh, okay. Yeah, so you, yeah, you, you just missed it. All the guests all the guests left, but that's okay. Let me call you uh I'll call you uh, directly now. I'm going to sign off the show. Yeah, I just it was just accidental. It wasn't anything I had planned. Oh, okay. I, right. well, I'm gonna... I didn't know what was going on. I was just calling to see what was happening. Oh, it just just ended just this second. I was just playing Love Train because we all had a big love fest. It was fabulous. Um, okay, oh, I'll call did, you right oh, back. You, the, Okay, call me. Yeah, right we're back. on the yeah. air. We're actually being recorded right now, so be careful. <laughs> <laughs> so I missed, I missed, I missed it all, huh? Well, well, wait a minute. Wait a minute. While you're on, while you're on, if there's any people still listening, you know, we talk about the magical and and all of that. And one of the things, one of the mysteries that you and I will never figure out is our fabulous connection. The fact that we ran parallel lives for so long, and then in our fifties connected on a beach in Martha's Vineyard and of uh, kind of is, is again, I always quote Steve Jobs and the dots. Somehow our dots finally connected. And uh, so, and, and well, I'm going to give a plug for the last connection, which is when you said to me, Hey, I thought you were going to do a show about the sugar shack and did that. And then, you know, the rest of that magic is that we're speaking to Rudy every week, Rudy Corino, owner of the sugar shack and that whole thing has just become uh, magical to the point that it's really hard to grasp uh, on on any level, intellectually or whatever. So uh, so thanks for that. And I think hold on because I think uh, we're about to see that really explode. Well, that's great. That's great. Yes, that uh, that that adventitious moment was has gone on to be some great events. In our lives, yeah, exactly. Travel, travel, and yeah, yep. And uh, you know, one of the uh, things we just talked uh, about on the show was our belief, right? Our belief systems and how they hold us back. And I remember when on our trip to Brazil, (laughs) you kept saying over and over again, um, "They lied to us." (laughs) Uh, Yes, South America. Oh, yeah. Yeah, uh, <laughs> South America was uh, oh, Central America uh, just a big eye opener, big, 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 big eye opener. Yeah, a lot of All paradise. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. People yeah. know how to celebrate. They know how to. They may not have our affluence, but they certainly yeah. have something, you know, a zest and a joyful life, and uh, uh, it's a magnificent journey. Yes, indeed. They have enough of what they need. Yes, so, and, and 
we forget that in uh, in our yeah. culture. Yeah. Exactly. So, uh, well, I, you yeah. you can listen to this show. Um, it'll be a podcast in a couple of minutes. It'll be an archive, and I highly recommend it because it was just just an amazing uh, amazing ride with uh, some very talented uh, uh, people with some great uh, insights into you know how things uh, how things can be transformed for the better. So yeah, um, yeah. yeah. Okay, I'm going to give yeah. you a call. Yeah. I'm going to sign off the air, and uh, I'll give you a call. Okay, great. All right, take care, everyone. Again, thanks so much, and it is a big love. Enjoy. Right. 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 Right.